You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. This is BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM from BetQL. Hour number two, BetQL Daily, PJ Glasser, Jim Rodriguez here with you. J-Rod, uh, been a great show so far. Yeah. Getting ready to talk some NBA now, break down uh, some of these divisions, Pacific Division, Southwest Division. Want to get your thoughts on uh, just the NBA as a whole. Eastern Conference seems like it's a little more top-heavy. Western Conference, though, right? Seems like there's a lot of firepower out there yeah man yeah wide open right and obviously now you know you you wonder if the balance of power has really been affected now that Kevin Durant is is over in Phoenix um he, here's the crazy part like the Suns are not in first place in their division granted they're they're I think they're a game behind they have two more losses in the Sacramento Kings that that first of all is the shock right there of, of the first half that the Sacramento Kings are leading the Pacific Division of the NBA. Um, but they're plus 450 to win that division. Phoenix is now minus 165 to win that division. And then you've got, you know, the Warriors plus 1,200, the Clippers plus 350, and then the Lakers 6-1 to one to win the division. I guess if, if if there was a value bet for you, PJ, would you be would you be interested in, in, in hanging on and riding out with the Kings at plus 450 to win that division? Or is it is it a – are you just throwing money out the window? It's a tough call, J-Rod. I think the Kings are the play, though, because you look at these other teams, right? The Suns. They're currently the leader at minus 165. I don't think you can lay that price, even though they're definitely the most talented team. How many games is Kevin Durant going to play, though, right? Like, they're clearly going to manage that team with the playoffs in mind. That's what they care about. Clippers, same thing, right? Kawhi, Paul George, all they care about is the playoffs. Warriors, all they care about is the playoffs. The Kings haven't been to the playoffs in so long. They got a young team. They got a fun team. They're the team by far that's going to try the hardest in the regular season. So to me, that's where all the value is, is the Kings. I don't think they're the best team by any means, by any means in the division, but they're currently leading it by one game, and I think that they're going to try the hardest the remainder of the regular season. The Suns are 9-0 and in divisional games, J-Rod, so they're going to start dropping some games, right? I mean, that's impressive. They haven't dropped one yet. I think it's the Kings at plus 450. I think that's the play. Yeah, and I think what may have affected a little bit of the numbers is is the recency bias, and that the Kings just finished a game in Phoenix and and got their blow and got and got their doors blown off by the Suns, and this is without 
Kevin Durant. So I guess, you know, immediately if, if you're if you're a better or the market is saying, listen, without Kevin Durant, they beat him, you know, by double digits. What's going to happen when they get Kevin Durant? So I think Phoenix now a prohibitive favorite at minus 165. Uh, but again, I think if, if you if you want to make some value, I, th- I would I would sprinkle a little bit on the Kings as well. Yeah, at plus 450. I'd stay away from the Clippers and the Warriors and certainly the Lakers, though. I, I mean, although the Lakers, I'll tell you what, it's one game out of 82, but boy, they looked really good last night against the Pelicans. You know, obviously no Zion for them, but they they were healthy. All their new guys were incorporated for the Lakers into the rotation. Uh, LeBron played well. You know, uh, Russell played really well. Even Anthony Davis showed up. So it was it was a, it was a pretty good situation, and the Lakers could be scary. It could be scary, you know, if everything falls right. I just I can't trust them. Golden State with Curry out. Again, they're a team that's only focused on the postseason, right? They've won four championships with that nucleus of Draymond, Clay, Steph. So they have bigger ambitions. Clippers, same thing. I think it's Sacramento. I think that's the play at plus 450. Plus, that's the team I, I'm rooting for, the team I'm most excited to watch. That's the team that I think is worth the value because the Suns, I'm not laying minus 165 with them. Clippers, I just don't trust Kawhi in the regular season. I think it's the Kings at plus 450. I think that's the play I would make in the Pacific Division. So let's go Kings, j I love Mike Brown. I love Mike Brown. I think he. I think yeah. he's gotten sort of a, you know, granted he's 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 a bit of a, of a retread coach and that, you know, he's, he's, you know, this is not his first, you know, he's with the Cavs, he was with the Lakers, you know, you know, in Sacramento. I love lighting the beam, as our producer would say, lighting the beam in Sacramento. It, I, I miss the cowbells, but the beam will work. <laughs> it's a fun little thing they got going. It's funny how it seems like in sports, every team who kind of like exceeds expectations, it's a fun, young, up-and-coming team, they always have a thing, right? And the Kings, theirs <laughs> right? is uh, light the beam. That's their thing. So it's been yeah. good. The Rally Monkey is still the all-time uh, undisputed champion of gimmicks, though. The, the Rally, Rally Monkey. monkey. Whose team was that? The Angels. The Angels when they won the World Series. Oh, the Rally Monkey. That's a good yeah. one. Undisputed undisputed king of gimmick. You didn't enjoy in your neck of the woods the Miami turnover chain? Oh my god, no. You know what? <laughs> Although I'm glad I'm glad nobody stole it cuz I was I was totally expecting to hear in other news somebody stole the turnover chain. But then you know, the worst part was Florida State had the turnover backpack. Come yeah. On, man. Oh. Come on. Well, what was hilarious is University of Tennessee, they had a trash can, and they would, like, dunk the football in the trash can, and we're like, these jokes are just writing themselves. It's fantastic. Oregon State has a chainsaw. I don't know if you've seen that for football when they get a turnover. It's it's incredible, the chainsaw. UNLV. Go ahead. Well, in, 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 in Major League Soccer, Okay, going way off the board here. Uh, maybe this will be a good off the board segment one of these days. Um, yeah, we'll whenever be. they the the in Portland, they're they're the Portland Timbers, right? Because of all the trees and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they have a they have a huge tree in in one of the end zones, right? And so whenever they score a goal, some dude gets a chainsaw and like and like carves out a chunk of the tree and it falls and people go crazy for that. So, oh my god, and, uh, it's hysterical. It's, it's, it, it, that there is some production there, although I wouldn't want any of my players around a chainsaw. I, I, that's that's game. yeah, I'm, let's, let's, agreed. Let's keep that to the professionals. The more I'm thinking about it, UNLV, their football team might be the best. J Rod, they have a slot machine. When yes. they get a turnover, 
they pull the slot machine, which is just, I mean, that's fantastic yeah, because those kids can't crazy. even bet yet. Can't even, people they can't even play slots yet. Oh. I think it's awesome. I mean, it, 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 there's no better representative of, of the city and the state than that. I think it's great. Although, can you imagine hauling that thing? Because they take it on the road. Imagine hauling that thing all around. I you know. Need to, you need to sit That'd over here. Good. I need to put the slot machine over here. Thank you. Oh, love that. Southwest Division now, J-Rod. Not as jam-packed as the Pacific Division. Memphis, they are leading the division right now. They're 35-22 and 22 overall. Dallas right behind them. They're five and a half games back with a 31 and 29 record. The Pelicans 30 and 29, they're 6 games back. And then you have the Spurs and the Rockets. We don't even need to talk about them. It's really a three-team race with the Grizzlies, Mavs and Pelicans. Anybody catching the Grizzlies you think in this division? You know, from 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 a I I I kind of I still Maybe I'm just drinking too much Kool-Aid, but I, I still believe in the Mavericks. I, I think to have, you know, two possible Hall of Famers on the same team like that, if they can, like, get their superpowers together, I don't see why the Mavericks couldn't make a run and catch Memphis. And, at you know, at plus 325 as, as for the Mavs to win the division, I think it's an intriguing bet. Listen, if, if we didn't want to lay minus 165 for the Suns, there's no way we're laying minus 450 for the Grizzle, right? No way we're going to do that. So plus 325. And here's an interesting nugget. Can you believe – how bad are the Rockets, by the way, that San Antonio – has lost 14 straight games, and the Rockets are still in last place in that division. Huh? It's hard How is that do. possible? How many more years are we going to see? Still not in last place. How many more years do you think we have a Popovich? I mean, how many more years is he going to ride this thing out? Yeah, I mean, I, I you know, yeah, yeah. I don't see Pop as a kind of guy that that's going to go to another team. He, he no, reminds me I kind of, of, a, of a Jerry Sloan. You know what I mean? A guy who, mm. who wasn't going to go chase rings as a head coach somewhere else. I, I think he'll do it as much as long as he wants to. I mean, I love him in terms of his his you know his his advocacy and his press conferences and how you know he he's so in touch with social issues and I think he's a good reminder of what's out there. Steve Kerr, obviously, who's a disciple of of Pop. But I think at the end of the day, you start getting to wins and losses. And, and who's going to tell Pop, hey, it's time to go, my friend, after with, with all those championships they've got in the banner? I, I don't. I, I think at the same time, it's got to be maybe a year or two. I, I wouldn't be surprised if, if, he, if he up and quit. And I don't know anything, you know, in terms of I don't have any inside information on that. But it's for, for once you've won, to be so far away from it, because they're they are far away from from getting back to the for, forget championships even making you know long runs in the playoffs i don't see pop there for more than a year or two yeah i agree with you that he's going to stay in san antonio i think he's a lifer he doesn't strike me as a guy that's going to take another job maybe he takes the route year or two he hangs out from coaching maybe steps into like a front office role still be involved in basketball that way just had such a dominant run with all those Tim Duncan, Tony Parker, Manu Ginobili teams. And, you know, now the Spurs are going through rebuilding mode in a tough Western Conference. I think it's going to be two, three years until they're really, you know, in the playoff contention again because they got a long way to go. It's a shame because he's arguably maybe the greatest NBA coach of all time. So it's just tough to yeah. kind of see the Spurs, you know, at like this level at this stage in his career. And and what and what I think what made it so 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 gutsy was that remember he was a, he was the GM right he was like a front office guy 
decided to fire the head coach and went down there by himself. And it's not like he, he it's not like it was Pat Riley who was a head coach somewhere else, became president of operations of the Heat and said, All right, this is not going, and then stepped down. He was still Pat Riley. He had all those Laker championships. Greg Popovich had never really hadn't won anything as a coach. All of a sudden to st- stand on those sidelines and then be so dominant for so long shows you his, completely shows you his basketball acumen. Yeah, it really does. By the way, our producer Mario is telling us we got some breaking news. The Joe Missoula, Celtics head coach, has been named the team's permanent head coach and has also received an extension. Well-deserved, right? I mean, when the Ime Udoka news broke to start the season, we were all like, whoa, what's going to happen with the Celtics? Maybe a little championship hangover. Now your coach is gone, and you got to replace him with Missoula, but... He's done a great job. They've really kept, you know, the team afloat, and they're the number one team in the East. They're playing great basketball. Do you think that the Celtics can win a title under Joe Mazzulla? Obviously, they're they're one of the favorites to do so. Well, you know, we talked about just the guy we we're talking about right, right now, Greg Popovich, who came out really never coached before and and, and got on and, and and look what he did with with San Antonio. The only thing that gets me about Joe, and again, I've not been to the practices, I have not been in that locker room, but he is awfully intense, man. I mean, even in those like you know in between quarter interviews with the reporters, he seems like a guy that is just so tightly wound that I just wonder. In today's NBA, in today's league, how long that "quote unquote" act will work? I, th- I think you know. I think coaches need to be more psychologists, more you know, the soothers of, of of egos. And he strikes me as a very old school coach. And I think right now it's great because it's focused. Let's get down to business because that's what he came in here. He came in here to put out a fire. And oh, by the way, he, a team that's on the verge of winning a championship. Uh, I think he can. I think he probably will. Uh, but I just wonder three, four years from now, how much of that intensity will weigh on today's NBA player. Yeah, so Joe Mazzulla now the head coach of the Boston Celtics. They're the number one team in the East, battling right there with Milwaukee. So congrats to Mazzulla. It's good yeah, timing too, sure. Jim, because we're getting ready to talk with Alex Christensen, our guy Noops here on BetQL Daily next segment. So we will get his thoughts on that as well as uh, all things here in the NBA. Trying to look at any of these other divisions in the NBA. The Pacific, by far, J-Rod is the one that is the most closely contested. I guess the other ones in the Atlantic, you have Philly. They're three games behind Boston. Cleveland is four games back of Milwaukee. Southeast is an interesting one. Miami's leading right now. The Hawks are three games back. The Wizards are four games back. You think Miami wins that division, or do you think the Hawks or Wizards maybe are able to catch them? I mean, I don't see anybody. I mean, maybe the Hawks, but they've got to they've got to get their house in order, both between their star player and their head coach. I think Miami's been underachieving all year. I mean, Miami went from one of the best three-point shooting teams in the league to now being one of the worst. So maybe the break is going to help them, I think, to sort of try to get things together. Miami's going to win that division just by showing up because I don't think the rest of the division is very good. But it also goes to show you how 
unimportant divisions are in the NBA. It's not like it's not like it's the top two teams that get in. You know, it's the division winners get in, and then it's everybody else. So there is an importance to win that division, but really, I don't see an urgency to win a division like you do in other sports in the NBA. Agreed. I mean, if you're the better team, especially in the NBA playoffs, you got to beat a team four times. More often than not, the better team ends up winning a series. So seeding, like you said, not too important, especially if you have a veteran team that knows that they can go on the road, win in an opponent's building. Um, I agree with you. Division in the NBA, probably not as important as it is in some is other sports. Is there any more worthless banner? than a NBA division championship when they hang up there. You're like, huh? I don't know. <laughs> it's up there. <laughs> Southwest up there. division champions. All right, buddy. BetQL Daily, Alex Christensen next. We'll be right back with BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network.